0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: You, you need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanforta. The Browns have arguably the best defense in the NFL, right? They've not given up 200 yards passing all season long. You saw what they did on Sunday, uh, even though the weather was crap and the wind and all of that. But the Ravens are sitting atop the AFC North at 4-2 and two after going to London and, and, you know, beating the Titans team in which I just don't believe in their quarterback. I never have believed in Ryan Tannehill, and I don't wish injury on anybody. He suffered an injury in that game. We'll see if he's able to get back. Yeah. Malik Willis is not ready. Will Levis hasn't played all season. So the Ravens, right, and the Bengals. The Bengals win, and all of a sudden now they're 3-3. Three and three. So in this division, we said it would be tight, Jason, when the season started. We we were like, it's going to be tight. But ironically, here are the Ravens sitting atop the, uh, the division, mm-hmm. and I don't think the offense has been any good. You tell me.
0: No. No, the offense hasn't. I mean, look, they don't run the ball as well as they used to. Um, when the offense sustained drives, it's Lamar off script on third down, you know, running 30 yards to pick up a third and three. Because twenty-five of it's behind the line of scrimmage, making people miss, you know, or finding his third option on third and six, um, Carl. They have two touchdowns all season from their wide receivers, two, 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 two. They don't have a number two tight end. I mean, they just they don't. It's 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 the it's the damnedest roster construction I've ever seen in the year twenty twenty three. They've got two fourth round tight ends they picked a couple years ago. One, Charlie Coler's played five percent of the snaps. The other, Isaiah Likely has played 32% of the snaps on offense, and he has as many drops as he has catches, um, basically. Like, their production out of the tight end position, not named Mark Andrews, is five catches on seven targets with two drops for 49 yards. That's through six NFL games, folks. Again, that's two touchdowns from their wide receivers. One Nelson Aguilar, one Zay Flowers. They have more drop passes in the red zone then they have uh, red zone first down receptions or red zone, red zone touchdowns receptions. So that's a problem. The red zone offense is getting to empty and see if Lamar Jackson can find a hole in the run game, except they've stopped doing that the last couple of weeks. And now they're two and nine in the red zone the last two weeks um, after being six in a row, the, the previous two um, um, you know, no JK Dobbins is hurt. A lot of fumbles out of the running back position. It, it's not it, it's it's not it's not a good offense. Uh it's again they they have great early game scripts, and then they can't score in the second half of games. They run really hot and cold. Um it's back to taking away Mark Andrews. And if a wide receiver beats you, so be it. Uh Pop gun, no downfield thrust whatsoever. Ever. One of the worst big play passing games in the NFL. And again, when they do get the ball off, you gotta worry about Aguilar or Rashad Bateman actually catching the football. And Odell Beckham's been a nothing burger, 115 yards on the season, in and out of games with injuries. Um, so, I, I guess he's not, so I guess he's not going to hit a problem. his, his
1: incentives, man, huh? He's not going to hit his incentives? He ain't <laughs> hit any incentives. No.
0: No, but he'll still make $16 million, right? He'll still make a a, a lot of money, way more than they've ever paid a receiver before. Um, the defense, though, is great. Defense allows basically 15 points a game since Rofan Smith arrived. You know, week nine last year at the deadline. Red zone defense, elite. Um, the only the only area the, the defense still struggles is fourth down. They they blow leads in the fourth quarter. I'm sorry, not fourth down, fourth quarter, which is a problem. Um, when the offense doesn't really score in the fourth quarter and, and usually stops around the third quarter. They'll beat bad teams, by and large. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, Todd Munkin, I believe in Todd Munkin. But I don't know. I think Todd Munkin's looking at the roster, seeing the same thing, that – Greg Roman saw, which is, who do I trust to win a 50-50 ball? Who's going to win a contested catch? Who do I trust to make a play on third and long in the red zone? It's Mark Andrews. And that's it. Zay Flowers is a really nice young receiver. Everything's underneath. It's all bubble screens, slip screens. They were relying on Yak. First three weeks, go look. It was a lot of Yak. People are smothering him now. They know they don't push the ball down the field. So you know, they're beating up Zay Flowers around the line of scrimmage. And you're seeing him now have 50 yards receiving in a game. You know, eight, ten targets for 50 yards. I mean, that's that's Hollywood Brown stuff. We saw saw that with a dominion receiver before. This guy's way better than him, but right now it doesn't really matter. So, I, I don't know, man. Um, Lamar's good for a lot of regular season wins. Always has been, always will be. Uh, but they're going to need to have more of a big boy offense, I think, to beat really good teams in the AFC week after week after week in the postseason. And the other thing is they haven't played any quarterbacks. I mean, they they just haven't, you know. They got Stroud in his first game. They got Minjoo in his first game starting after Richardson was was out long-term. They got Joe Burrow early in the season when the calf was still a problem. You know, they got Kenny Pickett. Uh, you know, they got Tannehill for a half, then they knocked him out of the game. They got Malik Willis, who was got off on the second half. Jared Goff, this week's a big step up in weight class for them. And I'll be interested to see what that looks like, um, but it is a good defense, no two ways about it. Uh, and they've got the best kicker probably in the history of the game. So I, I think they're going to be decidedly old school in how they manage these games. I think John Harbaugh is done getting cute on fourth down. He's done getting cute with gadget plays and short yardage. And you know, it, it's I think he's going to take the three when it's there and trust that you know six field goals is eighteen points. We score, you know, we throw in another touchdown, we get to the mid twenties with our defense. They're not beating us. You know, one touchdown and five field goals, it's not ideal. But for them, it's going to probably play a lot of weeks. So that's where I think they are.
1: Ravens stand at four and two, Steelers three and two, Browns three and two, and here come the Bengals at three and three. We got to address one other thing before we get out of here today, and that is the Patriots are one and five. It's a complete embarrassment as to what's going on with the New England Patriots. Not only because Belichick is still there, and we're not accustomed to seeing his teams play so poorly. Both sides of the ball, right? Their defense is okay, offense is completely awful. And you've been saying this. You didn't believe in Mac Jones. You've been saying this. And now all of a sudden he's been benched a couple of times and I don't think he's the future. What in the hell is going on with the Patriots? It's
0: a tough watch, man. Um, One of the most penalized teams in the league. That's not the Patriot way, but that's the new Patriot way. The offensive line play stinks. They can't run the ball at all. Um, The quarterback is regressed. And I, I don't think you can move forward with Mac Jones. I don't care who the offensive coordinator is. No, I think the defense is still pretty viable, um, and it's pretty good against, Uh, you know, look, they're only allowing 3.4 per carry. They're second in the league in rush defense, EPA. Um, they face some pretty good quarterbacks, and I feel like they've been all right for the most part back there as well, right? They've only allowed six passing touchdowns, only 6.8 yards per attempt. So there's some things that you like there. But they don't get any pressure with Matt Judon out now, and that's a huge problem. Um, they have no playmakers on offense or defense. They're they're bereft of individual brilliance, which is a tough way to go in this league, in this stage of the game. Eight offensive touchdowns through six games, Carl. Uh, that's 30th in the NFL. They average 11.7 offensive points per game, and they're last in the league in points per drive. They're scoring by game this year, Carl, 17-0. 0 3, 15, 17, 20. Unreal. You ain't ain't winning very often that way. Uh, And now they've got Buffalo and Miami coming up. Two teams who, for the better part of 20 years, Bill Belichick whipped up on while he won a division title year after year after year. year. Didn't they win 13 straight division titles? I think he won 17 division titles in 20 years. That's right. You think they're dogs when they got a chance to bury this thing? You know what I mean? Like coming off of a stagnant performance in London, right? And then the Bills come back from London and it's off-filter prime time against the Giants. Do, do, do you think that, you know, McDermott's going to take it easy on Bill Belichick or is this a get-right game, right? They're going to treat this like homecoming. And then the week after that, Miami, who Belichick did slow down early in the year, but that was with the Gonzalez at corner and that was with, right, that was with Matt Judon and Uche coming off the edge, like – you think they're going to hold Miami to 24 again in that one? I don't. So yeah, they. I think they're going to be sitting here at one and seven with a disgustingly bad scoring margin and you know a putrid offense. And I think it's over at the end of the year. And I, 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 you know what? And there's the more people I talk to who know Bill Belichick, the more I think he, in his heart of, you know, and and it would have been one thing to break that record, sure, in New England if he breaks it, but Hey, if he did it in Chicago at Hallis hall, there'd be a certain symmetry in that. I mean, he's a football historian, right? Like what if he did it with the giants, where he, you know, rose to prominence as a coordinator under bill Parcells, you know, how many, how many terrible Belichick assistant coaches has he foisted upon the New York giants? Oh yeah. Joe judge. No, no. He's great. (laughs) Trust me. You know what I mean? Like how how many how he's had so much influence over how many of their coaching hires? A ton, right? He's wrapped up in the Brian Flores lawsuit because he knew Flores wasn't getting the job before Flores knew he wasn't getting the job. So like just go get the real thing. I mean, it's he's 71, he'll be 72 then. Maybe he's lost his fastball. He's probably lost his fastball. But like, I don't know. Could could the Giants decide, let's bring him in and he coaches for a couple years and then he becomes a football czar.